Wrestling should be fun. Should be fun. Wrestling should be fun. Wrestling should be fun. Should be fun. Wrestling should be fun. Good day, good evening, whatever time of day it is where you are, this is the Wrestling Should Be Fun podcast. And the reason why that intro was a little bit shaky and a bit weird, because I don't usually host this thing. But today I've got two of the regular panel to help me through this. My first time. First up, James Harris, how are you? I'm good, mate. Yeah, just on a family break down in North Devon. Um, Taking an hour away from the uh, hecticness of kids and stuff and uh yeah to chat to you boys about some wrestling looking forward to it and it's uh wednesday night a blackburn on tonight you're gonna be having that one in the background playing sheffield united um i think it is on sky i might get it on in half an hour's time we'll see how it goes (laughs) you'll know the results so james has either had a great night after this recording or a bad one you'll be the one to decide and also as well as jch and myself we have brum matt brummett how are you my friend yeah not too bad my son's uh just stop screaming so I can talk about wrestling without it sounding like the ma- the mass transit incidents just happened behind me. So yeah, all good. And yeah, and we're here for you, mate. Don't worry. We'll we'll support you with your hosting debut. Listen, we've all got to start somewhere, and I'm hoping this leads to, you know, some bigger podcasts. Maybe I'll yeah. be you'll do- you'll be doing the Emmys by next year, mate. Well, yeah, I mean I'm aiming for something small, you know, football cliches will do me firstly. We'll do something oh, that's yeah. a bit more in my ballpark and maybe work up. No, for now, uh, we're going to move on to that first segment, as we always do, which is the call-up sheet. Yeah, I got a few in from Ross today. Not too many, because I think he popped it up quite late on the um, on the Twitter but first one, UK lad from Stevenage, Michael Peregrine Falcon. What do you think, lads? <laughs> I like it. Stevenage not too far from uh, from where I am, of course, another Hertfordshire-based town. Uh, the first wrestling show I went to was in Stevenage as well. little fun fact for you. I don't have much. It's a great name. Don't have much off the top of my head. James? So I'm just getting some sort of um, sponsorship deal with Sam Pellegrino Lemonade. One of the better drinks on the market, I think, as yeah, a soft drink. So he's got the sort of outfit, the yellow outfit with the Pellegrino, always football kit style, but with the full trunk trousers as well, full pants. And there's a was it element of the Falcon finish has got to be a Falcon arrow. No one kicks out of it as well. <laughs> Maybe some sort of Millennium Falcon based entrance video. Bram, anything else to add? I mean, I just got him Steve Nage. <laughs> I suppose the um, <laughs> there's also a couple of other bird-related wrestlers, right? We have Osprey and we have Eagles. So they were the birds of prey. Maybe you can chip in with them. Yeah, top work. Next one, no gimmicks needed, Gary Smith. Must he put himself in a call-up sheet for him? <laughs> Sleep nightmare. <laughs> oh my Lord. I have nothing for Gaz here. Even calling him Gaz feels generous. No, to me, he's he's Earl Black Jr., isn't he? But no gimmicks <laughs> needed. Old school violence. He's coming in. He's doing the basic of moves before you've unlocked anything else on your creator character. It's all he can do. And he's wearing black trunks. He's a sort of young lion crossed from the UK. He's Gary Smith. Yeah, solid. We'll go with that, JCH. Um, fight me, Graham. That's it. Fight me, Graham. Yeah, he's from this. 
Okay, so I'm getting, this is going to be a bit long-winded, but you know, the sort of TV reality dating show, blind date, Graham, R. Graham, instead of Black. He's basically got a massive feud with him. So I'm thinking it's the bloke from Love Island, the Irish guy who does the Love Island voiceovers. And he's literally all his time, he's been told, yeah, you're pretty funny, you're good, but you're not R. Graham. And he's just, fight me, R. Graham. And he wants to have a big match with Graham from Blind Date. I love it, mate. Final one. Fictional call-up sheet, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so- sorry, lads. Ross didn't actually send me any names. I just thought I'd fuck with you for a few minutes. Oh, for God's <laughs> sake. Fair play. <laughs> Fair play. A good bit of ribbing. Also, I did look up a tweet to see if I could get any info about it. I couldn't see the tweet. <laughs> I must have sent it to Brom. <laughs> Where's Fight Me Graham gone? <laughs> I mean, I was suspicious with number two, because usually these people that want to call up, they want to go on for 10 minutes about their interests and hobbies. <laughs> but, but no. Oh. That was the second one was stolen, but I should have really prepped these and done something funny rather than talking bollocks off the top of my head. But um, Chuck Taylor uh, had a, I don't know if you remember the gimmick in, I think it was Chikara, where... Um, uh, right. Oh God! What's his name? He used to be. He's now in. He now manages Roddy Strong. So he, he's uh, Bivins now, right? Bivins, Stoke, yeah. Stokely Hathaway. Stokely, yeah. Stokely Hathaway uh, beat Chuck Taylor for his the rights to his name. So uh, Stokely Hathaway was called Chuck Taylor, and Chuck Taylor just went through a series of different names, <laughs> and 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 there were some classic ones. Um, no gimmicks like, needed. Uh, Steve the Samurai was one. Yeah, that's it. it. That no there. gimmick needed. Steve the Samurai. It's just the <laughs> best one ever. I remember being on um being on the train back from uh, Sheffield Progress, and me and Mike just laughing our heads off at some of them. Amazing. List. Yeah. Is it all sack Drew Gulak? Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a solid one. Anyway, sorry, that was a bit of a, a bit of a diversion. Well, so I'll get, let you get back to your hosting, hosting uh, duties, Matt. Don't worry, I'm better at better at fake call up sheet than real call up sheet. <laughs> I was about to say, like last week, listen to the podcast. They absolutely smashed out the park. Gene Money, Dom Ross, all on fire with ideas. I was thinking, yeah. oh, this is going to sound so bad. <laughs> like, <laughs> really struggling for ideas here. I feel a bit better knowing they're not real people that we've been uh, giving those gimmicks to. With that all done, and all those people satisfied in fictional <laughs> land, uh, let's move on to what the nerds are watching. I've been watching you. A la 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 long. A la 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 long, 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 long. Come on. A la 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 long. A la 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 long, long, So um, I've not really been watching too much. I caught a bit of the um, Impact pay-per-view, but I hadn't even finished that. Uh, so I'll throw over to you guys. Uh, Brum, you uh, seem to watch quite a lot of stuff. Aside from Progress, which we'll touch on later, what have you been watching this week? Um, I have been, I've been shit this week, apart from AW was the only thing I, um, I caught up with. Dynamite was a bit of a banger, really. I don't, I don't know if you guys, if you guys better saw it. I have, yeah, James. Yeah, I had a six-hour bus to this holiday because the trains were all fucked from the uh, storm, and I didn't want to drive because a I'd been to Pro yesterday the night before, and b it was maybe really windy. So I got a bus and watched uh, Dynamite and Rampage on the bus. Could have watched them both twice. What stood out for you, mate? Danielson Moriarty was really good. Yeah, it's cracker, um, wasn't it? Really enjoyed that match. 
Yeah, I'm trying to uh, run me through some stuff because uh, Wadlow Max Caster, um, Mercedes Martinez, and Thunder Rosa was yeah. was really good fun. Yeah, uh, Jericho Hager versus Santana um, Ortiz. My favourite things on Dynamite at the moment is it's just the backstage between the Bucks and Red Dragon <laughs> with Cole in the middle. They're so funny and also like storyline is all moving on with a little quip, but they they crack me up. I've got three kids. You really got one. <laughs> It's yeah, um, and and do we think going into well, Revolution's got to be around the corner, hasn't it? Is that not next week but the week after? Yeah, it's two weeks time. Yeah, and that's um, yeah. Are we, are we are we thinking that it's books Red Dragon that will qualify, or do you think they might do some funny business? I, I think they're either going to qualify or they'll wrestle each other. They like stitch each other up, and but I, I think the sensible thing is to put the three them in a three way because it saves the, the two way tag match for a bit longer. Mm. I think that'd be cool, but. Lads, uh, from the outside, someone who hasn't caught the last few episodes, uh, I've always got one eye on my yearly predictions. Is there any chance that Brit and Thunder are going to headline this pay-per-view, or is that crazy talk still? I don't think it will headline it. I think if it was main eventing, maybe done a bit more fanfare about it. I don't know. Maybe that will happen next week. So, But I, I wouldn't say it's impossible. Yeah, I think I think you're right. I think it's been building slowly. I, I, don't, I mean, I'm guessing they're going to do that match there. They haven't announced that, have they? No, it is. Yeah, it's. I think it's announced. I think it's an official match. It's official now. Okay. Yeah. I do feel that with sort of Cole's star power and the fact that they're still they're still building Hangman up as in his face run, also his championship run, not his face run. That's what he's been going breaks. That it's more likely to than them to go with with the Page Cole match, but yeah, which I wouldn't. It wouldn't shock me completely. Well, yeah. I'll. Uh... I'll keep hoping and praying, I guess, that that one comes off, but it's looking unlikely. Uh, maybe I have to take the uh, L on that one. Uh, Bram, anything else uh, from the week that caught your eye or ear? Yeah, I, I think we've, again, just just quickly sticking on on AW, and then one more thing to uh, that I want to touch on. But I was really interested with the Danielson Mox thing about how rather than doing the kind of the standard, oh, will he, won't he, and then eventually Mox is, just beats up Danielson. The whole um, before I align with everyone, I've, I've aligned with anyone. I've got to spill their blood so that they're going to do Mox and Danielson. I don't know if it's official, but it must be for Revolution, right? So, but the idea that that's could actually be the you know that that's still piece of the Willy Wonty is carrying on and actually is influenced by the match rather than the other way is a bit of almost flipping that kind of trope on its head a bit, and I, I find that quite both entertaining and interesting. And I think that's still got a lot of legs. So, um, and especially as they've only, it's only kind of fought one in Moriarty and there's still, whoever it's Wheeler and Garcia will probably be involved even more. So I think this, this whole storyline um, is probably the thing I'm most interested in at the moment in wrestling. I don't know about anyone else. Yeah, I, I definitely agree there. I, th- I think, um, yeah, that fact that Dan, um, so Mox was always like, yeah, I'm up for the team. We just got to go at it first just to so I can check if you're, legit enough for me and saying that to Danielson as well is quite funny but like it works for both their characters and Danielson wasn't like take it really like an insult he just sort of looked and sort of like okay so you figure that they'll go at it and I, I hope they do like team up and I'd rather that than seeing them yeah. few for ages just have a one match and just sort of set them up as uh, as partners and then and then go for a while and sort of wreak havoc on, on the roster well, yeah, also yeah. building up some some younger guys as well, which is sort of what they tend to do a lot. All good. Was there anything else from AW Brum? Was that you covered on that? 
yeah, I mean, covered on AW. The the only other thing that I that popped to me this week was the um the Kyrie Sane Stardom press conference. So very interested in 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 seeing her in a ring a bit. I think hopefully it's leading to her versus Tam Nakano, which would be and should be an absolute banger of a match. I mean, this must play to you, James. Are you back into Stardom yet? I know you were massively into it pre-pandemic. Yeah, I haven't got like been back watching it. I've been I did I did see Kyrie was going back. Been following her a little bit. Like I know Brum sent me the odd match last year. I know the end of see end of year show got a lot of lot of buzz. I've been sort of following on without jumping back in fully. Yeah, be, I'd say Kyrie must have left before I started watching it. I think because yeah, I don't. I think it was uh, Kyrie and EO had already gone. But I do know. I say the first time I heard of it was because it was when Kyrie, EO, and Mayu, I think it was, were on Lucha Underground wrestling Pentagon. In that three on one, yeah, and Black Lotus Triad or something they were called. Yeah, and my friend told me that they were all from Stardom, and that's sort of how I sort of discovered it a little bit from there, and sort of when I why I started getting into it in the first place. So it'd be cool to uh, to check those guys to check it out, and yeah, hopefully I will get back into it and have a bit more time because I know it's smashing it at the moment from all, all intents and purposes. What I've been hearing. Yeah, I mean, I think Kyrie's saying hopefully drags a few eyes over with her people that remember her from the WWE run. She was a very wrestling should be fun wrestler, I feel. You know, some great cosplaying. And uh, yeah, best of luck to her. But um, moving on, the show that we all want to talk about, even I wasn't there. Last Sunday at the ballroom in Camden, progress. And both of you guys were lucky enough to be there. I'll start by just uh, asking Brum, what was the best match on the card? Right, his cold take 101, the, the main event for me was uh, was an absolute banger. We'll get to it. I, I, I loved all Mark Gresham, which had a bit of a mixed response from the fans. I thought it was an absolute banger, but the main event was even more of a banger. If that was a, a terribly worded but true statement. Yeah, I saw um, G Money tweeted out straight away, um, something to the effect of like, Swerbs is the realist, basically, and that he put on a hell of a show. Um, James, the same for you, or something else catch your eye? I think All Mark Gresham stands out a bit more for me, but probably because I was drinking more throughout the show. So remember enjoy, enjoying the main event, but not as many uh, <laughs> memories from that point. If I... <laughs> Was there any shot rounds? Were shot rounds taking place? Yeah, we had shot round for the tag match, which was Sunshine Machine, Elijah and Crowley and Chris Ridgway and a re- no, a replacement Chris Ridgway and Luke Jacobs. His Bridgeway and injury didn't lose this week. Uh, Alex lost, which was great. <laughs> and then for the women's Thunder Bastard, there was a shot round, but there were seven, there were only six of us. And Sky Smithson lost, and she was the one who nobody had. So that was a. <laughs> but I had to get the shot round in because I cheated. Oh yeah, right. <laughs> Mike, Mike had the uh, had the guys on his on his phone, and I looked at it and I went, "Oh, brilliant! There's Kanji still available." So I took Kanji, not realizing that it was the last person eliminated, not the first person eliminated. <laughs> so I I admitted to it and took it on the chin. Yeah, well, cheaping on for me this week. I was going to say, bad as I feel for you, Brum, James at the last chapter really got shafted. So. Um... You know, we're all going to lose one eventually. You've got it maybe out of the way for now. Uh, one match that I know was getting a lot of traction was that opener. 
uh, a bananas four way, right? Uh, oh. You guys got some hot takes on that one? Yeah, I did. I think I'd forgotten. Yeah, I do have hot takes on that, and that is, um, and no, it's just no disrespect meant to the other three lads in the match who were all very good, but Callum Newman comes across as like a comp- well to me, and I think we discussed it in the night as like a complete star in that match, and he's the guy out of Otis for who's going to go places in wrestling. He's got a bit more size. And he just came across, I don't know, he, he's, the, the, way, the way he sort of carried himself, he just looked like a star in that match compared to the other three. I say nothing, the other three were perfectly fine, very good. There's nothing, not like an insult on them. But he just looked like a level above. I mean, that was my opinion from that match. I'd echo that completely. If Newman doesn't get injured and stays in wrestling, cliche again, but the sky's the limit for that kid. He just generally looked unbelievable like everything about him just looks like Jameson star power his moves look great he just, everything he looked massive he just like just unbelievable he is going to be and and he was always when we you know sorry before or whatever like a talented kid but he's gone for this like talented athletic kid to like fuck he's going to be he's going to be the boy at some point yeah and and, and the one after one thing like notice like Maverick Mayhew didn't look like he'd aged since I last saw him Three years ago, wherever in at Wembley, wherever what Gene said last week was his last match in progress. Callum Newman's is the last time I saw him. He looks like an adult. It isn't like the be all and end all of it because you know, you know these guys are going to get older, but he looked like he's got older a lot quicker. And he must be about probably younger. He started wrestling later than May. Well, about the same age, whatever. But he just looked like a yeah different a different level. I'm glad that you guys enjoyed the four of them. They're going to be at the next chapter, of course. Uh, scheduled to have a four-on-four tag against the Lycos Gym, Warren Banks and Malik. Uh, also at the next chapter is going to be Gene Money because I believe uh, a feud with Adam Maxted, have I got that right, has been set yeah. up from that chapter. Uh, yeah. Gene, obviously a star on the podcast last time out. How was his match? Yeah, hard-hitting. Yeah, it was, it was brutal. And if that wasn't brutal enough, fuck me, the, uh, the Maxted Money oh. spot was unbelievable. Maxted just came off the top rope and kind of did like a kind of like a street fighter side drop kick to the back of Money's head. And it was one of the most brutal things I've seen in a long time. Maxted did not go light on that. And it was actually, it worked well because it added to like the crowd's just absolute vitriol against him. Um, and, and, and it's interesting, Progress's move, that there's obviously huge parallels with the Agogo move bringing in people who've got name recognition and position him in this, um, in the way within the company. And I think it's another win. He got genuine heat. I think everyone's really up for the, the money max dead match. And um, yeah. Yeah. That drop kick was so good. He just came out of nowhere and just came out of the top rope. So I didn't really realise who he was. So I've known the name, but I've never seen him before. Um, but yeah, that drop kick was amazing. Just announcing himself to the crowd, got the heat. There's a couple of moments. There's definitely one in this match. I know which Dom, I think, really would have liked to bring up if he'd been here. I'm pretty sure it was uh, Gene tried to do a dive to the outside and Brendan White threw a ring crew member into him to take the hit to avoid it, which is like a really cool spot that we uh, none of us could remember having seen before like that. I mean, I'm sure it has happened before, but and I think, I can't remember if it was this match as well or if it was in the tag match, but I think I'm sure it was this match and Gene and Brendan White were on the ropes and I think it was, I might, I'm going to get this wrong, but I want but the spot I'll get right. But they put, he basically put his foot over the rope before whipping him. 
So, so when he whipped him, he just fell over the rope. If that makes sense, does that make sense? Yeah. Which was, like, was something that me, I remember me and Dom saying that we'd never never seen that before in a in a match. It was just like because yeah, it had him in the ropes and just whipped his foot in. So when he whipped him, he just fell face first into the floor, and he <laughs> had him already down on the deck. It was a cool spot. There's anyway, it's, it's hard to see new things, isn't it? But I'll tell you what I've never seen before that that money has made part of his repertoire is. And he might have done it in this match where uh, he gets a two count and as they pop up, he just punches them in the face, <laughs> which is such a, such a brilliant move that, I've, again, I've never seen. I don't know if he's robbed that from somewhere, but I absolutely love that. Um, so money will be getting, hopefully, his revenge at the next chapter. But I think the match that will be grabbing the headlines from the next chapter is title versus title, Ring of Honor champion John Gresham, Progress champion Cara Noir, Swan v Octopus, this feels like maybe the biggest match since the reboot. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, definitely. I think. Yeah, yeah, I probably undersold it by saying maybe <laughs> it is the biggest match since the reboot. Um, who have we got? Gresham. Gresham. So, yeah. I said I, I couldn't work out from the poster if they're both on the line, and I think there was that discussion going on earlier. No, nope, on the poster it says title versus title. Title versus title. Yeah. Yeah. Gresham Walmart. It was very much enjoyable. I say the rope break rules, the finish was almost out of nowhere, if I remember correctly. Mm. Again, duh. Brum, you might want to correct yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, completely <laughs> out of nowhere. To the extent it's that like it, uh, like flash it out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah, that, that it put people's noses out. But I liked it for that reason. Yeah, love it. Love that sort of thing when they're having that sort of match. And then Gresham put Olmark over quite big after the, oh, massively, after yeah. the match. Yeah, I suppose um, I, I probably edge. I think Gresham's going to uh, yeah. going to win it, but it's it's purely because of that Cara Dragunov announcement. I'm still yeah. thinking. But I, yeah, I, d- I don't know if they're playing silly buggers. I, yeah, it's interesting, but the yeah, but it does feel that way. It does feel we're getting um, and then in Camden we may we'll get Gresham Banks and uh, as well as Cara Ilya. I mean, yeah, I, and I'm up for Gresham Banks obviously as well. Whether it's Cara pulling double duty or we get Gresham Banks, um, yes, please. Yeah. Uh, looking forward to seeing Warren Banks get his title opportunity in the garage. Got my tickets for that one. Haven't got my tickets for the next chapter yet. But I am hoping to go. Yeah, I've got one thirty, but I can't make the uh, the garage Ugh. in the stage. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely doing garage, but I'm not sure if I'll make one thirty at the moment. There's only so many wrestling passes I can get a month. <laughs> Was there anything else you wanted to talk about from the show, lads? How's that ceiling? <laughs> so Dom had got a, had, a, had a little chat on the way in as they uh They'd recognised him and was asked to uh, be a bit careful, which he was, you know, over the gentleman that Don Van Dam is. But uh, yeah, so um, the ceiling, but it, you know, hadn't, hadn't fully healed, still uh, taped up, uh, be a little while longer. We spoke to, uh, so we, Dom and Mike, queued up to get, me and Dom really wanted a photo of the RH title, and we queued up for Gresham. We were probably the last person there because we were speaking to a few, couple of other people. Uh, we said, Dom, wait to have a, a say hello to Gene and thank him for the, uh, for last week and he was a lovely fella but uh, yeah, we got to Gresham and I say he uh, he let me and Dom hold the ring on a title for our photos which was a uh, sort of like a long time dream of, of us two of uh, well a dream is not the right word but yeah it was, it was a really cool moment it, it was like yeah what a lovely guy quite a lot shorter than us as well but <laughs> yeah I'm not yeah. sure if Ring of Honor are going to class them as official title reigns but um who knows? I mean, that company's <laughs> not doing much right now. They might they might try and stick another couple of champions in there. Well, he said he's got the pure title at home as well. Because I've got one with 
Fish and O'Reilly with the tag belt. So I need that for the triple crown now. So I need to work out where he's where he's defending the pure title. But Prime, anything else to add about the show? Yeah, well, I think I mean it's just a really deep show. Progress has been on fire, I think, since it's come back. I've been just incredibly impressed with it. I think, yeah, because the other three matches was um Trevay de Reese, Trevay being a bastard and getting a fair amount of heel heat, but I would have preferred it if it was louder. Because his nose smashed really... in, didn't he? Oh, yeah. His nose broke basically yeah, in yeah. the match. It was yeah. like exploded. Yeah. Couldn't happen to a nicer guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then there was the, the the tag team match which we which we touched on, which was yeah, just as you can imagine, the people involved, mile a minute, bag of fun, Luke Jacobs is ace. And then the Thunder Bastard match, which was uh yeah, yeah, well well put together, a lot of fun. Kanji going over again. So one of the only two Thunder Bastard matches uh, right in the women's division and she's won them both. So if I were, I think she's missing out. I think she should start calling herself a Thunder Bitch. But we'll, uh, <laughs> we'll see what goes there. I think that's a cracking nickname. But uh, if she takes it, she's got to give me 20p at the next show. So, uh, yeah, fan. But I, I just overall loved it. I don't know what you thought, James. No, so again, I've had a really good, really good time. I like being at shows. You know what I mean? It was lovely to see Pete and Alex. I haven't seen those guys for a long time as well. Met a couple of people in the smoking area. One of them I'd met at the last show. Didn't really remember. <laughs> but yeah, no, I say it's just yeah, it's it's just nice to be at the shows with with your mates, and that's I say that's what I enjoy most about wrestling. And as much as I enjoy the matches, sometimes that's well, it's not what it's all about. But the matches being great really helps. Well, uh, I'm glad you guys enjoyed it. I mean, I thought you would, and I'm obviously very jealous that you guys got to experience it. But I'm hoping I can make the next couple. And speaking of uh, the progress chapters and where they're going, it will all lead to Strong Style in early June. Uh, and that will lead us on now to the round table. Have you ever, ever felt like this? How strange things happen. Are you going round the twist? Have you ever, ever felt like this? Talk us through what the round table is going to be this week. Uh, yeah, just thought as we were as obviously progress focused today and as Swerve's been announced as the first person in Super Strong Style, another few names that, that we thought we thought we'd like to uh, to get there, but to maybe just give it a little bit of a structure, make it a bit more round tabley. I thought if we went with four names each and someone from the current roster, um, uh, an independent Brit rest talent, an independent international talent, and to round things off, go Forbidden Door. Um, and someone from wherever, really. Um, and then, yeah, just the asterisk. I think for Brit Rest talent, I think you could definitely throw in some NXT UK lads. James, do you want to pick one of those categories and, and go with your first pick? I'll have to go first. Um, <laughs> well, I'm going to go simple and effective current roster G Money. Yeah. I know I mean, we're, 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 we're all hoping like it. expecting to see him there, but I think like, not picking someone else, well, there's plenty of other people to pick, but I think one of us should definitely select him as I think we're all behind his quest so uh, as I got put on the spot I hadn't really thought about <laughs> enough I'm going to use him uh, as well, well, yeah I think let's stick, up, stick on that theme firstly Mark G Money want to see him there? Absolutely I've said it before and I'll say it again G Money's a way better wrestler than I gave him credit for before like the pandemic shows and stuff and I just think he's got a really like memorable strong style whether it's headlining the first half or the second half of a show on that first day I think money could absolutely tear the house down in a match with absolutely any style any type of wrestler so yeah he's a no-brainer for me he was top of my list as well could he be a losing finalist potentially I mean, potentially 
Could be a I, winning finalist. I think he could be, and this might sound negative, I think he could be losing on day one to a big name, a big import name, and it builds in for momentum for the year after. But that's, yeah. I mean, yeah, you could fair. go anyway. Losing finalist is sure. Sure, the way he's been um, positioned since the comeback, I see no reason why not. And who have you got, Matt, from current roster lads? Well, I've got, there's quite a few, to be honest, I would would want to see in there. But I've gone for, um, I've gone for Malik. Ooh, I think not... Malik is a guy that is going to impress everyone the more matches he has. And I think he's already impressed the Progress fan base with the stuff he's been able to do. He's going to have this feud going with Danny Black for a little while that might lead him nicely into Strong Style with a win or two. And I'd like to see him in the mix. I'm not saying how strong or weak you want to book him, but I'd love to see him wrestle some imports or wrestle some of the guys on the roster now creating storylines. So, Malik for me. He could, he could wrestle um, the Young Bucks in a Burn Your Clothes match after Sunday. <laughs> His outfit, wow, rascal. He pulls it off better than the, uh, the Bucks, I mean. <laughs> Rom, you're a big fan of the manager, right? Oh, he's just... I remember the first time seeing him and just being like, what the fuck is this? And then now I'm just absolutely all in for him. I think he's... A lot of people have been slagging off the Mania main event. I think if you have Heyman in Brock's corner and uh, or Roman's corner, I don't really know what's going on with that match, bring in Foster with a K in Brock's corner, then I think that would be... That would turn that match into something I'm not interested in, into must-see TV. Yeah, all for it. That's why I'm booking Malik, really. Get that manager. Get that manager. What you trying to say? You want Costa with a K to win Super Strong Style? <laughs> yeah, I want him. I want him to Stokely Hathaway slash uh, what was his name? Now I said it earlier. Now I forgot. I want him to take all the credit. Basically, Bivens. Bivens. I brought it up earlier. And I forgot it. Yeah. yeah. I want him to do a Bivens. <laughs> take all the credit, like Bivens was doing with those Creed brothers in the Dusty Cup. I want to want Costa with a K to do that. It's what, From, it's what's your... great about him. He's generally just seems a. Uh... Seems dead fresh now. I mean, I always loved his wrestling style, but it kind of just stopped and ended there, really, is what he did in the ring. But now there's a bit of an all-around package there. He's, yeah, ge- generally dead interesting. That was a good show, Matt. Um, Thank you very much. For, for the current roster, I would have said, and I've obviously been banging on about Spike to win Strong Style for, for ages now um, and then be the guy to beat Kara. Because Kara's drop, well, there is a chance of him dropping the belt. Um, I might actually, I'm not as... I mean, I do really want to see Spike there, but I'm maybe not as clamouring for, for it. And going off of what we were saying earlier, I'm going to go bold. I want Callum Newman in there. Oh, nice. Very nice. Well, I mean, judging on what you guys have said, he seems like he's the real deal already, right? So it doesn't this sound crazy. Question to try it might, might help you out, might not. Does he count as current roster? Or could you use him as a UK? He, he's, he's, booked. he's booked for his second show now. I think that counts. I was just trying to see if you can sneak someone else in. But, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but no, de- yeah, I'd definitely love to see him knocking around in, in, the, in the Strong Style tournament. I've heard the name. My only exposure to him was him wrestling He Cannot Be Named uh, on that No Fan show. And I thought he was great then. So, Voldemort. Uh... <laughs> so yeah, I'm up for it. I'd like to see more of him. Would you book him strong, Brum, or is he a first round exit? Uh, first round exit, but with like a big name and going toe to toe with him. Maybe stri- give give him swerve in the first round and let them have a banger. Whoa. Yes, please. If progress are listening, book it. I mean, I'm sure they just uh, got to copy this. You can see them see them panicking round later when someone <laughs> picks John Cena for the Forbidden Door. <laughs> <laughs> I still had um I had a load of names written down. We don't have to touch on everyone, but 
Uh, I did want to mention, if he didn't get mentioned, Luke Jacobs should be in there as well. Oh, yeah, of course, of course, yeah. And, and in reality, obviously, there's going to be loads of, there's going to be, you know, at least half, you think, are going to be current roster, but just for plowing through, I just thought we'd pick one each. Do you reckon someone like TK Mambo would get a run out, or do you think they're they're sort of entrenched in, I know they are, well, they are entrenched in the tag division, but do you think this might be somewhere they, they get like a singles opportunity, or do you think they're sort of solely concentrating on the tag team for now? So I was liking the idea of, I was going to pitch this as one of mine, if again, if people are used, of one of the tag teams, and I picked uh, Smoking Aces, but it could be these guys, having to face each other for a spot in the uh, tournament. I think that could be quite good. So I'd like mm. maybe TK Mambo do that. TK V Mambo to get into Strong Style. And should they, I'm sure they'd have an absolute banger as well. Yeah, exactly. I want it to be the Lycai against each other and <laughs> Lycos two wins, but Lycos pulls rank and turns up in at the tournament but wearing Lycos 2's mask. <laughs> yeah. Um, right, lads, any, any of the other um, categories or anyone else that we could just retrofit into a category? I'm thinking of, um, I'm trying to think from that NXT UK roster, I'd probably want any of them to come in. I'm going to go with... <laughs> well, obviously, Saxon would be great. I'll tell you what, a name who I actually think he's got some progress history behind him. I think he was on the first chapter. Uh, Noam Dar would be a great one to come in, I think. Yeah. I'd like to see Noam Dar if they can. I don't know how possible these things are. I mean, if Dragonov's there, I presume anyone's fair game. But um, I think Noam Dar, he's got the history, he could come in. I was here before you guys were here, blah, blah, blah. He'd be a great guy to have a run. And again, a guy that's fairly adaptable and can wrestle a couple of different styles. So. I'd really like to see Noam Dar come over from that side of things. Yeah, Noam Dar, great. He's always, he's not really having like bad matches with anyone. And his character work is uh, always very entertaining as a sort of cocky prick, isn't he? I don't know, I haven't seen him for a while, but I'm guessing he, that's the sort of style he, he generally seemed to work when I saw him and uh, always entertaining when he's there. So yeah, it's a, good, it's a great job. I think for my one on this one, it's a guy that I bang about all the time. I actually would genuinely love to see Huxley there. I've gone from him kind of being a bit of a, a meme in our group to actually just <laughs> thinking he's just a lot of fun. And actually, I think recently he beat Muscle Cat. And I'd, I'd love to I'd just fucking mark out if I'm sorry in there. But um, I mean, and there's loads of options, isn't there? To, like Tyler Bay. How could I don't I, I assume all these guys have fit. I don't I don't watch NXT UK, but him, but but I'm gonna go for for my boy A Kid. There's so many absolute banging matches he could he could have in that tournament. He's just so, yeah, just such an outrageously good wrestler. Um, that I think he would be a an, he'd be a lovely a lovely addition to that tournament. Yeah, um, he's he wrestled a few chapters for Progress as well, right? I remember him wrestling for the Proteus Belt. Was that what it was called? That title that Robinson yeah. had. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I remember him being at a show for that. So yeah, I mean, Akid feels like your sort of guy, Brummies. You know, technical guy. Uh, work great guy. So, yeah, I'd be up for that. I really like what I've seen of A-Kid. I know he's Spanish, but I'm classed him as Brit Ressies in NXT yeah. UK. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I've gone at this one from a different route and not gone down the NXT UK route and going for someone who works for Rev Pro, who I don't think's ever wrestled for progress from what I know. Uh, and that would be probably the joint biggest up-and-coming star in Rev Pro, and that's uh, RKJ. I think that would be a cool get. Obviously, he's a repro guy. I'm not expecting to see it. But, um, yeah, I think if you throw him in that tournament, he's going to have some absolute quality matches with whoever he uh, ends up against. 
it's interestingly, isn't it? That there's a there's a few talents over there now where actually like RKJ turning up at strong style would be as big a surprise as I don't know Walter. <laughs> yeah, who's that? Who's Walter? Yeah, like Jay White turning up on AEW. <laughs> that to be fair, that that is probably the most forbidden door, isn't it? That's probably your forbidden door pick, is RKJ. <laughs> <laughs> Um, in terms of talent I'd love to see him there like I've only seen him live the once that match with um, Robbie X at the the show pre-pandemic Ref Pro did and he really impressed me so yeah he he must only be better I've heard great things so yeah he's he's very good and he's also really young you think he did he wrestle I didn't go to the show I was listening to a review of it it was he wrestled Luke Jacobs and someone said that they're, they're, they're like the same age He's got like eight years more experience. <laughs> so stupid like that. I mean, I'm not sure I've got the numbers completely accurate, but they did say that RKJ and Luke Jacobs are basically the same age. I think and Jacobs like, is 21, right? Yeah. I think on one of them progress chapters in the pandemic, he said that he'd been fighting all his life for 20 years. So uh, I thought that was that's quite an intense upbringing if you've been fighting from birth. So yeah, RKJ is probably yeah, about the same age as that, but been resting since about 13 in those in Norfolk, I'm guessing, but or Southside and Mick Foley at Carrow Road, right? Yeah, <laughs> he's been fighting with his family, hasn't he? Oh, very nice. Him and Grant Holt had a bang, I think. <laughs> that show still baffles me. I still think about that show every now and then. I know I haven't seen any of it. Just the fact it happened. What you know? did they draw? Was it? Like, it was like it was in the thousands, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, it was massive. Only like five thousand or something. Wasn't it like a record at one point? Yeah, I'm sure it was. Or like Progress they, Wembley or something. They didn't beat Wembley, sure. They didn't beat Progress in Wembley, surely. I think, but no, I'm saying, I think, was it pre-Progress Wembley? I think it was just, was it just before? And it oh, wasn't yeah, it might be. I can imagine just Grant Holt turning up in Smallman's house and taking that little, <laughs> like, glass plaque <laughs> off it. Can we get uh, Grant Holt in Strong Style? What category does he come into? <laughs> yeah. I think he would, have been on, he would have been on that one, the UK Independent. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You don't know, he could be signed. Yeah. <laughs> By King's I watched them the other night. He's not there, unfortunately. <laughs> Ron, what's the next category? Well, well again, well, we've got, got a couple to play, play with, but we'll get, should we go with a um, an other in, an international independent talent? So it can be just, I'd probably say, outside of the, the larger company. So you could have one of the RH boys or whatever, but just someone who's not as totally affiliated with, with one of the big, big promotions. So I can't have impact? Yeah, I think you can have impact. Yeah, go with that. Yeah. Oh, impact's my forbidden door. That's that's changed things. <laughs> um, no, listen, I'm going to go for who I was going to have anyway as um, an international free agent. And uh, it's Leo Rush because he's been a lot of places. He's very good. And there's a lot of guys coming up in progress. Obviously, that four-way the other day that are just, you know, the flippy boys. And I just think he'll fit in well with that and have an absolute bang up with one of these new lads. He's saying about if Callum Newman were to be in it, put him with Leo Rush and do that style of match. Gonna go bananas. Everyone will love it. So, yeah, Leo Rush. Can't go wrong with Leo Rush. Absolutely fantastic wrestler. Mm. Can I be a dick and pick Cody? Wrestling has more than one royal family. I sort of flout the rules and, and take advantage of this one, like one week when he's not anywhere and have him as my free agent. Obviously, we'd all take Cody, but like, is there anything specifically like you'd want him to wrestle or want to do, or just the fact of having such a big name there? 
for me, that guy, I think I've said on here before, he can sell me a match that I know is going to be three stars at best. I'm not a star guy, but I know I'm not going to enjoy the match that much. But he's made me buy pay-per-views for his match that I know I'm not going to enjoy. Not not, not enjoy, but like I know it's not going to be the, the thing I want. Like It's not my style, like my favourite style of wrestling. And I don't think he's that good. I think he's perfectly fine. I think, well, I don't want to, yeah, he's good. He's fine. He's not like one of my favourite wrestlers to watch in the ring. But he has made me spend money on pay-per-views because I want to see his match based on his build-up to it. And I think he can do that. Well, his name value would bring in tickets. But I think his storytelling in before it gets to a match will get people in the door. As a loophole, if he's currently a free agent, let's throw him in. Fair enough. Cody, I, mean, I just think the spectacle... Cody BG money. I'm in. Yeah. I, it's just the spectacle. I don't even know what I'd have planned for him, Brum. Anything? Yeah, you'd have him. Heel versus face a go-go. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. We get it the right way round. <laughs> yeah, for, for this one, I'm going to go with recently released, I think. I'll say released. It was a bit sad, I think, what happened there. But um, Josh Alexander could work in the UK. He was on my list as well. Yeah, he, he was the one I was thinking of from Impact. Yeah. So I think yeah. he is now a free agent, yeah. Yeah, he's a free agent, yeah, yeah. So um, I think I think he'd be, be an interesting addition. Oh, one thing I forgot as well when we talk about the Brit Rest guys, the guy that I'd actually most probably want is um, uh, Spud. But I think as he, as he signed backstage with WWE or something, that might not preclude him, to be honest. I mean, that that's, that's that would be a dream. I, I mean, the reaction I think he'd get, I think especially if you held him back as a surprise, I'd, I'd, I'd love to see him. But yeah, yeah, Josh Alexander, thoughts? I say, yeah, he was the one I was thinking of from Impact to throw in. Um, I, I did see that he, I think it's like Visa problems released. Isn't yeah, he's, yeah, so again, so that's well, hopefully, he's, hopefully it's back because they've been doing some good stuff with him there from what I've been hearing. He's great. And he is a former progress wrestler, isn't he? Is he? He wrestled a six-man with the besties in the world. I can't remember who they wrestled. Could have been British Strong, so could have been in ring camp because um, uh, I started a Beats by Dre chant at him for his headgear. <laughs> he's phenomenal. Like, his running impact lately has been brilliant. Uh, obviously, his moment slightly soured uh, by losing the title. But, yeah, he's been delivering bangers. And uh, I'm sure wherever he goes, hopefully it is progress, but wherever he goes, he's going to make money for someone. He's fantastic. I was expecting a Joe shout from someone. No, I mean, just don't, don't even say things like that. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know he's a free agent anymore. <laughs> don't say things like that. You can't just tempt things like that. Another progress alum. <laughs> So finally, we've got Forbidden Dawners, have we? I think, again, I think uh, the progress owners have got to sell Jay Spearing and bring in John Cena for a night. <laughs> and, <laughs> actually, talking about Jay Spearing, they could put him in the Grant Holt role, couldn't they? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think so. Just, He's got just for, his, just for his, his Jay Spear as his finishing would be great. <laughs> um, the, Terrible um, black band players. <laughs> uh, no, I, I think keep it, again... Progress. I mean, I'm just so boring, aren't I? This should be an interesting take of someone that I could pull out who'd be a good addition. But I mean, can I just say Zack Sabre Jr.? <laughs> yes, you can. As long as you explain how brilliant he is. <laughs> yeah, he's people are out of work of Zack Sabre Jr. He's a man that does the wrestling. Um, <laughs> he does the wrestling good. And that's what I'd like. I'd like to see Zack Sabre Jr. wrestle other professional wrestlers well. 
is what I'd like to see. Is my my piece. see see him versus a kid too. Yeah. Like, okay, we'll be good. I'm just not sure of the the age demographics in North Bergen because a lot of them might be more familiar, of course, with Zack Sabre Senior, who was <laughs> was a lot more famous in his time. So I'm just making sure that you you explain the right one. James, would you be excited to see Zach back? I so say he was one of my initial choices, and I thought, well, if I can have Zach, why don't I have the person who we're going to put against Zach in round one, Brian Danielson? <laughs> I was, like, what? I was like, am I trying to be realistic here or not? That's my, my initial thought was, was Zach Sabergenia, because I thought, yeah, he's one of our favourites. Boring, we're going nuts for him. And then I thought, oh, if I can have Zach, why can't I have the person we want to see wrestle Zach and have you Danielson? Can... And let's chuck them in round one headline. An, opponent, an a realistic opponent in mind, Bramall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Pele. <laughs> No. A bay day or the actual penalty? <laughs> yeah. The, the ex-Southampton striker. <laughs> yeah, Graziano. Do you know who I think he would be a really good matchup with would be uh, Luke Jacobs? I was thinking the same thing. Do you know yeah. Mark? I mean, yeah, yeah, and they're, they're, they're exactly the two flip matches. Him and Armat would be outrageous. That is an interesting question. They must have fought against each other. They absolutely must have fought against each other, Zack Sabre and Dean Armat at some point, but I don't know of it. Might be wrong. Dean Allmark is kind of Zack Sabre senior, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they, 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 they fought, in, fought in PCW before. So, yeah, I'm going to check that match out. But that would be one for the technical side. But I think I, 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 a lot of the Zach, some of the Zack matches I, I like are the one where it's like a bit more of the, the styles clash. With obviously, I mean, Luke Jacobs is an incredible wrestler, but he's got brings a Stan Hansen style a bit. And I think that those guys as a combo would be, be beautiful. Yeah, I can't argue. He was the first name I thought of. I think uh, Zach cutting down the tree of Jacobs would be mwah, chef's kiss. All in on it. Matt, what, what, what are you finishing with, mate? So, I hope this doesn't come across as me trying to be a bit cute. I genuinely want this person to be in strong style. And I've gone for an impact wrestler because I count that as the forbidden door right now. And I've gone for someone who's an ex-champion in progress and who has someone close to them working in progress right now. I've gone for Jordan Grace. the person I would like to see in Strong yeah. Style. Now, there hasn't been a female in Strong Style before, I don't think. I'm not no, certain. I, not that I know, but I might be wrong. Yeah. And I think Jordan Grace could come in. She's dominated that women's division before. Her husband could potentially be the champion at that point. Mm -hmm. And Jordan Grace chasing to try and face him a big show in the UK would entertain me. And obviously, there's no doubt that she could do that. I mean, she's a beast and she's a great wrestler regard. Like, that's who I want. I'm not trying to be cute or clever. I really would love to see Jordan Grace in Super Strong Style. Am I being a bit too outrageous then? I think it's, I think it's a cracking shout. I'm, 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 a, I'm a big fan of Grace. Uh, who would you like to see a face? I, I honestly wouldn't wouldn't mind. I haven't got a specific person in mind. Um, it'd be quite cool to see her early on, like face one of the flippier dudes so she can fling them around and just show how dominant she is. So yeah, no, no specific dream match, but the idea of Gresham being champion and Jordan going for the Strong style is the thing that draws me to it. I quite like the idea of her facing Spike and him just being Ooh. a bottom wanker. And then <laughs> yes. Him, him just, but then her, her getting a revenge and beating the living shit out of him would be quite a good sight. That's great. Yeah, I'd love to see Jordan Grace and Spike Trevay. That would, yeah, that'd be fantastic. Again, I don't want to overthink with things like this, like whether it's possible or not. I just do want to see it. So if, if we get any intergender wrestling in progress this time around, I hope Jordan Grace is a part of it. 
JCH, it's, uh, are you officially going with Brian Danielson? Is that your pick then? I don't know. Is that allowed? I mean, I, I know it's like, again, I'm going a bit, like, I'm going a bit short, but who'd like, want to see wrestle in, in the in the ballroom? Brian Danielson. Yeah. Like, I mean, who, who doesn't? But like, <laughs> Apart from seeing him face, uh, face Zach. I guess you're technically allowed as we've we've announced him officially. He's <laughs> <laughs> gonna be on the uh, uh gotta be on the, the Twitter tomorrow. But who um <laughs> who have, uh, who who else would you like to see Dragon fight? Uh well Danielson. who don't you want to see him? That's the thing, isn't it? I suppose it's a bit of a cop-out pick because he doesn't really have bad matches and you know he's gonna elevate whoever he wrestles. So in that regard, um maybe uh Luke Jacobs or a Newman or one of the one of the young crew, but you know he's never he'd have a sort of banger with anyone, wouldn't he? Any of the names we've sort of selected for this. I mean, didn't you say earlier that the, the other three spots we had were us three? This CMB Connolly, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then all of a sudden Connolly's got a five star with Meltzer. You know? <laughs> yeah, Meltzer's never seen anyone cry for forty minutes. Before. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm not sure if I'm up for it, lads, but, you know, I mean, you can persuade me, maybe. Can we get a like, Danielson dragging off? Can we get that in there? If he's, if he's knocking around progress for a little while? I mean, I mean, I mean Danielson, Kara, I mean. Yeah, so that's, this is the problem with picking the best wrestler in the world. That you probably cheated here, and undermined the whole thing, but we'll let you off. <laughs> we did we did offer you Forbidden Door, and you've been very forbidden. I'll have Pack instead. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, that'd be good. I would like that oh, as well. God, yeah, Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah, that'd be lovely. Well, yeah, that was a uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Thanks for that, lads. That was super interesting. Can I just say one quick thing? Is that what I also like about Strong Style is that every year there's always one dude that I, I don't know, and they end up being pretty decent or better than pretty decent. Kind of people. Yeah, like was it Artemis Spencer? Right, I'd never yeah. heard of. Oh. I haven't actually heard of since, actually, sadly. But oh, yeah, he was fantastic right? in his match and stuff. So yeah, be good to. I'm looking forward to that name that gets announced at Wales. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Completely agree. Very good point. Okay, let's uh, do some Booker Bingo. B i n g o and Bingo was his name. Oh. So, Brum, uh, you've got the spreadsheet, I believe. I think I do. Yeah, let's have a look. Let's see if this works. Are we triple we get... threatening here? Are we all having a pump? If we get no gimmicks, Dave needed Dave versus fake call sheet Steve. I'm calling that Brum has not got the kettle uh, spreadsheet. <laughs> I mean, Brum could just say any two wrestlers <laughs> from history, and we'll be like, right, right. Let's have a look. Right, I've got it working. Right, um, I'm overriding that. <laughs> this is no, this is actually great. You, uh, you could have won Teddy Biassi Jr. versus Maria Canellis. Right, lads, what you've got here for your uh, for Booker Bingo this week is a cracker Jeff Cobb versus Dude Love. Oh, it is, but. Nothing's a cracker anymore. I'm so bad at this game these days. It's all right, you're playing me. I've never won. <laughs> um, okay. Jeff Cobb versus Dude Love. Okay, I'll, I'll book something on the fly. I'll go first. This isn't going to be some long in-depth thing like, you know, 
Guys like Bromley Schaff have really excelled at this and booked really great feuds. It's not going to be in that ballpark. So we're going to have Jeff Cobb. He's out there. He's cool. He's doing a call out. I don't know what promotion we're putting this in. It doesn't really matter because uh, Dude Love turns up. And uh, Dude Love comes out and it's all fun and games and Cobb's like, I'm just going to smash this guy. It's fine. He's not taking it seriously. Uh, Cobb goes for Tory Islands. Dude Love spins round, roll up pin. One, two, three. Cobb's stunned. Dude Love's beating him. Dude Love, win, win, win. Now you're thinking, oh, that's not the feud. Don't worry. Because Cobb's fuming. He's like, no, no, I want a rematch. So the next night or the next show, where this promotion is, Cobb does the call out. He's like, come on, Dude Love, next round. And Cactus Jack comes out. And Cactus Jack comes out and the same thing happens. Cobb's like, I'm going to smash him. He can't. Cactus Jack gets the victory. Third week, you know what's going to happen. He tries to call him out. This time we get Mankind. So Cobb is fuming and Cobb's like, next week, you're going to meet my alter ego and I'm going to challenge Dude Love and we're going to settle this once and for all. So we get the next week, we get Dude Love versus the alter ego I created for him in February two years ago, Jeff Cod in a Cod costume. <laughs> coming to the ring <laughs> and he wrestles a match as a cod now i don't know how that's possible but on this occasion it is he finishes with tour of the oceans and beats dude love and the feud is finally ended and he can go back to being jeff cobb and making proper money right that's fantastic matt i've got one one question now it's and this might seal it for you for the costume, and it's the age-old mermaid question, is he top half cod, bottom half cob, or top half cob, bottom bottom half cod? Is he cod cob or cob cod? I think you've got to have the face on show to yeah. show that he is originally. So he's wrestling without legs. So he's, he's wrestling with, like, I see it as, like, a, like the fin coming, like, a almost like a dress, but just at the back. So it's just long at the back, but he's still got legs, but it's just awkward for him to move in. All right, yeah, that's fair. And is he in Grimsby? <laughs> we can book it in Grimsby, yeah. I mean, you're giving me material, yes. Of course it is. Right, right, JCH, what you, what you got, mate? I don't feel I can really go near that. <laughs> I think, well, it's, it's, it's taken any option of using Jeff Cobb's actual alter ego, the bloke from Neutral Underground. I can't use that now. <laughs> why, not? Like why not? I was expecting, <laughs> expecting Matanza, and I got Matanza, yeah, the Matanza Mick Foley masks off match, and it ends up with Dude Love Jeff Cobb. There's something in the works there, but that's thrown out the window. So I'm going with what? Oh, this, why am I even bothering? So bad. So basically, we've got um, Jeff Cobb is. He's been running uh, Raw and SmackDown for a while. He's absolutely smashing it. He's uh, having a relationship with Stephanie. He's the champion. He's got a bit of a group with him. And then uh, Mankind comes out. He's battered Mankind. He's just been dismantling him for months. And then basically it all comes to head. He's like street fight at the garden. And Mankind comes out and goes, you want me in the garden? You want me in a street fight the garden? We're well, not going to be facing mankind. You're facing someone else. I think you know the guy. His name <laughs> is Dude Love. <laughs> so Dude Love wrestles him at the garden and loses. Same as Cactus Jack. And that was it. <laughs> and oh, mankind oh. loses the feud.
or and do love, and they all lose the feud. Well, you said he's got a faction. I need, I need names. Who's in this Jeff Cobb and Stephanie faction? Oh, you didn't know? Road Dog, he's in it. Your ass better call somebody. <laughs> um, Colton Gunn. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and um, Xbox. And Pack. Yeah, pack. Yeah, pack. Yeah, pack for damn dirty dog G money. Uh, Colton Gunn. <laughs> and uh, generation so, Y. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and that's and that's it, and that's why we need more people on, so I don't have to be in book of it again. <laughs> I mean, this is where Don would go absolutely mental if he's on. What was that? The Nicholas? It the Royal Rumble two thousand? Was it that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I got, I'm so happy I got that right. I'm terrible at trivia. Shafi can forgive me. But um, yeah, I mean, I did love that JCH, but as I've mentioned before, Jeff Codd is one of my favourite ever wrestling puns. So seeing Jeff Codd in real life and also just the fact that Matt ultimately swerved us by, by teasing Matanza and delivering with Jeff Codd. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is the dry period finally over, Matt? I felt Tour, good with that one. I think Tour, Tour of the Oceans, Oceans got me over the line. I left my book at home and <laughs> put Tour of the Oceans in there. There was no coming back. <laughs> I think you should have been bold with the, the original idea, though, JCH. The second <laughs> idea was good, but you could have still gone for it. The second, no, the second idea wasn't good. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know yeah. how hard these are. Anything's good. Yeah, which is why we've never put on a show. Yeah. We're just getting, we're just getting shown up by these actual like wrestlers and people in the industry turning us up and making a mockery of our suggestions. Yeah, so. yeah they've been on a great <laughs> run, haven't they, with our guests? I suppose that's where we wrap it up, though, guys. Right? Yeah, I've yeah. had a blast chatting to you guys. Progress heavy episode. I hope that's uh, well. If you're still listening, listener, uh, then you would have enjoyed it. The progress on demand numbers in North Bergen are going to go through the roof. Well, they should yeah, do because. You guys you can really also see it on Peacock. Um, uh, any final should... shout outs, guys? Anything you want to, I don't know, plug or anything? I feel we should plug the Twitter and Instagram because I forgot last time that I did. I this. think we should too. <laughs> I've got them all written down here. I think we are WSB Fun on Twitter. We are Wrestling Should Be Fun on Insta. And we are also, I think, Wrestling Should Be Fun on Spotify and all the other listening platforms. You will have used one of them, but if you can give us a follow on all of them, we bloody love that. What is it Dom says? I always forget the catchphrase. One of you guys jump in and do it. Drink lots of water and look after your mates. There we go. Drink lots of water, look after your mates. Wrestling should be fun. Should be fun. Wrestling should be fun. Wrestling should be fun. Should be fun. Wrestling should be fun. fun.